Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the eight game NBA main set on Wednesday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Guys, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you again for the continued support. Seriously, it has been really overwhelming. Closing in on 7.75 thousand subscribers now on YouTube. So if you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. If you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload an Apple podcast of a link down below. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, and I offer that on patreon.com, offer a couple different packages, NBA, NFL, esports. Again, link down below. And finally, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring the show. Uh, if you guys are not familiar, again, it's a site where you're betting on uh, fantasy projections, right? So you're taking over under on basically fantasy points right now for, for the game upcoming here. Steph Curry's at 47. So you're like, do you like the under? Do you like the over? Basically, the idea, you can mix and match sports here. They got NFL, PGA, esports. Uh, it's a fun way, and it's a fun way to play, and again, a different way f- uh, from DraftKings where you're not really playing against anyone. So if you want to use, if you want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. That's DKDFS, all one word. Link also down below. You get a hundred percent match up to hundred dollars. So basically, if you put a hundred dollars in, you get two hundred dollars to play with. But with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So. Before we talk about players and their prices for this slate, let's take a look back at my lineup here from Tuesday. So Tuesday, this is my lineup. Uh, Let me get out of the way for a couple seconds just so you guys can see. Um, But yeah, it's looking pretty decent so far. Uh, I went with the full Miami stack. Um, I played five for Miami. Gabe Vincent, Hero, Iguodala, Kalilinek, and Preston Achua. All were really, really good. And again, they just had eight bodies. So all of them were, were going to play big minutes. I played uh, the starting lineup, um, but Iguodala and set off the bench just because small forward was weak. I was hoping Iguodala could get me like 20 to 25. He got me 25. That's all I really needed from him. Kevin Durant as, uh, as my spend up. Uh, and then I have Steph and Sabonis in the late game. So right now looking pretty good, but I know something's going to happen. I just know the way my luck has been going last couple of weeks, injury or someone's going to get ejected. I just, or blow out, something's going to happen here. Um, so I, I can already see it, but um, yeah, can Joel Embiid, 82 fancy points. Danny Green, 62 fancy points. Um, I honestly think I made a mistake in my lineup. I do. Roster construction wise, I played five guys for Miami. Why wouldn't I run it back with Embiid? I don't know. I really wanted the late night hammer and Steph. And it just, you, you can't like, you can't always want to have like the big guys in the late game because it, it doesn't always work out like that. And that was just a roster construction mistake on my part because I was going all in this Miami game hoping it could stay close. I knew if the game would have stayed close, Embiid would have smashed. So that was a mistake on my part playing in, or playing Steph Curry over Embiid just because I wanted the late night hammer. But again, you, you can't always, uh, you know, get the late night hammer here. So um, that was, I think that was a mistake on my part. I should have, uh, prioritized getting a bead in the lineup with the, with the Valley guys from Miami, but that's really it. If you guys played JaVale McGee, I really feel for you. Like I really, really feel for you. I would have played him 100%, but Drummond got ruled out after lock and JaVale McGee was on pace to absolutely break the slate. He was on pace for 50 plus and the game blew out. He got pulled. I think he only played four minutes in the second half. So if you guys pivoted to JaVale McGee, that was a fantastic pivot. He was low-owned. You got so unlucky. I feel for you. 
Also, Dotson was a solid play. That game, again, blew out. So, Dotson McGee just got crushed because of the blowout. Um, I feel for you guys if you played either one of them because they're both good plays. Just unfortunate with the way how many blowouts have been happening uh, in the NBA. But luckily, the two games I've targeted so far actually stayed close for once. Uh, and yeah, Curry, Sabonis, and the Late Night Hammer. We'll see how it goes. But that's it for, for the look back, guys. Hope you guys had a good night. And let's see if we can keep it going here for this slate. So, um, we have... Uh, let's see. Mavs and Hornets. It's a 220 over under. The Horn or the Mavs are four point favorites. Porzingis is back. Bucks Pistons, a 227 over under. The Bucks are ten and a half point favorites. Nets and Knicks at 218 and a half over under. The Nets are four and a half point favorites. Hawks and Suns at 228 over under. The Suns are five point favorites. And the late night hammer here. This one looks pretty good. Trailblazers Kings at 236 over under. Trailblazers are four and a half point favorites. So we're gonna go team by team for these videos, guys, because there's there's just so many players out now with like COVID and stuff that it just makes it way easier to go team by team instead of position by position. So I apologize if you like position by position, but for now, gotta just go team by team because there's just so many guys out in each team that just makes it easier to talk about. So let's first start with Dallas. Um, good spot here against Charlotte. Luka Doncic at the top of 10-8, firmly, firmly in play. Even with Porzingis back, this guy has a ton of upside. Should play 35 plus minutes. Again, great spot. Price under 11K. So I do like Luka a good amount there at the top. Porzingis is at 8-4. I mean, I'm gonna stay away. I assume he's gonna be pretty limited. Like if I had to guess, I think he gets like a 20 minute minutes restriction or something like that we'll see if there's like if he's on like a 30 minutes limit then i think you can make the argument for him here at 8.4k so we'll just have to keep an eye on that but i assume they're gonna they're gonna ease him back into it um the other options are to stay away from me in like the mid-range like hardaway and burke are just too pricey with both porzingis and luca uh healthy now they are still missing some pieces here richardson dfs kleber's out dwight powell brunson's out so a couple interesting plays here. I'm curious to see what the starting lineup is. If Willie Cauley Stein at 4 1, if he starts the center again and plays like 20 plus minutes, I think you can make an argument for him. And also, James Johnson, a decent point pointer guy. He played 26 minutes the last game. They're really thin on like the wings. So, like, I could see him getting 20 plus minutes. Those are a couple plays I think you could look to. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Uh, Boban, I mean, with no Dwight Powell and no Maxi Kleber, he might play. He might play. Depends on how many minutes Porzingis plays, but. You could take a shot on Boban. Like, if Boban plays 15 minutes, he could go for 25 fancy points. So, maybe, maybe Boban's in play. But that's it for Dallas. Let's move on to Charlotte. So, Charlotte, uh, Hayward, still a little too pricey for me. Lamella Ball, so, just continues to put up big fantasy points, uh, big fantasy point outing after big fantasy point outing. And 31, 30 minutes, uh, minutes have been, you know, solid for him. You know, he kind of reminds me of, of Chris Boucher. People just don't want to buy into Boucher because the price continues to go up. Kind of like Lamella Ball, right? The price continues to go up, but he continues to come through. So, sure, minutes are a little bit shaky. There's still some risk. I don't know if I go there in cash games because he got extended a bit because the blowout. In close games, we've seen him 26, 24 minutes, right? So, he should be starting, to be honest. But um, that's a, that's a you know a story for another day, I guess. He, I don't know why he's not starting. Um, but I think he's a good GBP play. And if he gets close to 30 minutes tonight, he will probably get you there, even in a bad spot. So Melo and GBPs, I've understood. Rogier, Graham, and eh, don't know if I want to go there. Don't know if really I want to go to Peach of Washington, that price. And that's really at Fort Charlotte for me. So let's move on to Milwaukee, Detroit. Milwaukee, Giannis Antetokounmpo is a really good GBP play. He's going to be very under-owned. There's some blowout risk, but a fantastic matchup. In close games, we've seen, again, against Detroit, um, four games ago, he, went, he played 36 minutes, went for 61 fantasy points. So... Upside is, is really high with Giannis if this game can stay competitive. It's just a matter of do you think Detroit keeps this game close? If you don't, 
Middleton and Drew are kind of stay away from me at their respective prices with Giannis playing. If you think the game blows out, then you want to look to Bobby Portis. I think it's extended a little bit in the blowout. Um, he'll probably play 20 to 25 in a close game, probably 25 plus if the game blows out. So you could look to him in GVPs if you think the game blows out. And that's really it there for Milwaukee. So let's move on to Detroit. Detroit, Jeremy Grant. So if I'm playing Giannis into Tecumbo, I think the guy, uh, two guys, Jeremy Grant or, or Derek Rose would be the guys I'd run it back with. Um, Jeremy Grant has been really good. 42, 47, 52, and 44 fancy points the last four games. He has been really turning it on. He's stuffing the stat sheet. He's scoring the ball. Um, I think he's an interesting GBP play. Still not a cash game play for me, but if I'm playing Giannis, I think I either run it back with Jeremy Grant or D. Rose. Blake Griffin's washed. Don't play Blake Griffin. Uh, Derek Rose at 5.5K was limited, was dealing with a knee injury. We'll see if there's any limitations. If he's full go and plays his 25 to 30 minutes, I think, again, he, you could run it back with him in GPPs. Uh, everyone else, eh, like Mason Plumlee minutes are up and down. DeLon Wright got more minutes because uh, Derek Rose was limited. I don't know if he continues to play 30 plus minutes. And that's it. Like Josh Jackson at four or five minutes are going down on him. He had a hot start to the season, but really cooled off. Yeah, that's that's kind of it for Detroit. Let's move on to Brooklyn, New York. Like, wh- why is Kevin Durant 9.4K still? He was one of the easiest plays in the slate last yes, today, and he's one of the easiest plays in the slate again. Like, as long as his game stays close, 9.4K is just too cheap for Kevin Durant with no Kyrie Irving. So, Kevin Durant should be, like, 10.5K with no Kyrie. Right? He should be that high. Maybe even more. Um, 9.4K is just way, way too cheap. Fantastic matchup. I know it's a back-to-back. We'll see. I don't think he'll be limited. Have they played him in a back-to-back yet? Mm, doesn't look like it. So I guess that is somewhat worrisome. It's a back-to-back. He played big minutes tonight. Keep an eye on it. Maybe there's a chance he rests. We'll see. If he's full go, I really like Kevin Durant. If they do rest him, and Kyrie once again is still out, going right back to Karis LeVert. Now, he only played, tw- I don't know why he's not starting. No idea. He started one game, then he, they brought him off the bench. And I told you guys, like, if they bring him off the bench, he's only going to play mid-20s minutes. He only played 26 minutes tonight. So if he comes off the bench, I don't want to play 8K for Levert. If Levert starts, and especially if Kevin Durant is out, I'm going right. I'm going to Levert at 8K. Now, the value guys, like Bruce Brown had a good game, but do we trust it? I don't know if I trust it, right? Like, if he starts again, yes, I think he's playable, but hard to feel really good about it just because the up-and-down nature of all these Brooklyn Valley guys. But, yeah, if KD is out, I definitely think guys like Torian Prince, Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, TLC, you guys know the deal by now. Those guys become a lot more viable. Um, Jared Allen at 6'7", you know, he can have upside. I think he's a decent GBP play, but that's about it there for uh, Brooklyn. So let's move on to New York. Still not over it. I'm still not over this. 30 minutes for Julius Randle. 40, 43, 37, 38 in a blowout, 44, 37 in a blowout, 35 in a blowout. I play him 30 minutes. Um, If Julius Randle goes back to his normal minutes of 42 to 44 in competitive games, I really like him at this price. Price down, burn me. Burned a lot of people the other slate. I'm willing to go right back to the well here for Julius Randle. Again, there's obviously an uneasy feeling he only played 30 minutes the last game. But if he go, if he continues to play or goes back to the 40-plus minutes, I like him at this price. So um, definitely considering Randle. 
Um, again, a little bit worrisome with uh, the minutes last game. Barrett, Peyton, too pricey for me. Mitchell Robinson's fine, but I'm not going to go there. Austin Rivers started last game, but I don't know if I want to go there at that price. Kevin Knox, I originally had him in last slate. Then they started Austin Rivers for some reason. I really thought they would start, start Knox. Uh, so I pivoted off Knox to Mike Scott. You guys know how that worked. Um, also, Mike Scott had a good game tonight. Like Mike Scott and Danny Green. Really? Really? Um, but yeah, Kevin Knox is is fine here at 3.9K. If he starts, I would like him more. Again, Reggie Bullock, I believe, is doubtful. Yeah. So we'll see how they do the starting lineup. I don't think like they should not be starting Austin Rivers. They should start um, Kevin Knox. We'll see. Uh, but that's it for New York. Let's move on to Memphis. So Memphis is a team I have no interest in. Pretty easy. Let's move on to Minnesota. Minnesota, if Carl Anthony Towns plays, I have no interest in anyone. That's pretty easy, right? If Carl Anthony Towns is out, then D'Lo, Malik Beasley become good GPP plays. And then you got the three-headed monster of Naz Reed, Vanderbilt, and Ed Davis at center that you can try to guess on. But that's it. So yeah, really like this game. Normally, it'll look pretty appealing. Two teams that play fast, two teams that don't play a lot of defense. But Memphis, the starters are just not getting minutes. Everyone playing like 20 to high 20s, 20 to 29 minutes. Like really, no one's playing over 30 for Memphis. Minnesota, if Cat is back and he's going to be limited, it just hurts everyone else. So really, if Cat plays, I just cross off this game. Let's move on to Lakers and OKC. So Lakers, LeBron's at 9.6, AD's at 9K. This is a pretty tempting price for Anthony Davis. I'm not going to lie. 9K for Anthony Davis. I know he hasn't had as much upside. He's been up and down. But that price is is definitely tempting me a bit. So AD, I am considering at that price. And LeBron's fine at 9-6. Really, they just don't have as much upside as they did last season, right? Last season, the offense was those two, and that was it. This season, they got to have higher usage guys, like Schroeder and, and Harrell, right? THT's been good for them. So, um, yeah, I think LeBron and AD are solid. I think I prefer the price in AD. Uh, they're at 9K. The secondary guys are just mm, kind of stay aways for me. Like they're just using too many guys right now. Like THT's price is coming up. He's playing well. Maybe you can take a shot on him. But um, if, like KCP's at 3.6. He'll play mid 20s minutes. We got a very reliant on scoring. No one really stands out for the Lakers if they're fully healthy. On the OKC side, eh, not a lot of love here. Tougher matchup. SGA's at 7.7. Um, he's at 50 plus in the last three. I think he was struggling kind of tonight, but I think he's an interesting GPP play. Basley very up and down. Horford at 5.7 seems priced about right. I'm not going to chase Diallo. Um, and that's kind of it for, I mean, George Hill's fine. Really, I'm not super excited about the OKC side. Let's move on to Atlanta Phoenix. So 8.9K for Trey Young. I got to admit, this is also tempting me, right? They're tempting me with Anthony Davis's price. They're tempting me with Trey Young's price. I know he had two really bad games. The floor has been somewhat low on Trey. But like if, the, if he's getting it going, he can go for 50 plus. And the matchup's pretty solid here. Um, I do like Trey for GPPs. Big news here is Capella. Capella is questionable. If he plays, don't really love him or John Collins. If Capella is out, then I like John Collins a good amount here at 7K. Um, would probably get 30 plus minutes. Would probably play a lot at the five. And that would just be a big boost to him. So got to keep an eye on that. But if Capella's out, I would like John Collins a good amount. Hunter, Herter, Reddish. Fine plays as filler guys. No one I ever prioritized. People always ask me about these guys, and my answer is they're fine. They're fine. Hunter's probably the guy that has the most upside, but yeah, they're they're just they're 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 fine. <laughs> um, but that's kind of it. If Capella's out, interested to see what they do with the starting lineup. Like maybe Solomon Hill get some more minutes. Rondo's questionable. Like Goodwin's been getting the backup point guard running. They are a little bit thin, right? Dunn's still out. Bogdanovich is out. Gallinari's out. Like these wings should get some good minutes. 
Um, I expect like all these guys to push for 30 minutes. They're all, again, solid options. Uh, does one really stand out? No. Um, but yeah, like maybe you can make an argument for Solomon Hill 3-4. We'll see what they do with the starting lineup if in fact Capella is out. Let's move on to Phoenix. So Phoenix, can we talk? Can we talk about what happened last night? DeAndre Eaton, in literally the best possible spot against Robin Lopez and Mo Wagner, just he got his, he just got destroyed by Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez is one of the most washed centers in the league, and Robin Lopez just took him to school. Like, I just I don't be, I didn't believe I couldn't believe it. I honestly could not believe it. Like, I loved Aiden for GPPs there in that spot. And he just gets abused by Robin Lopez, of all people. Whew. Um, price came down. He burned a lot of people uh, the other night. Still don't mind him in GPPs. Um, you know, minutes have been going up for him in competitive. Did only play 25 last game because he struggled. But, yeah, you can take a shot at him in GPPs. Four is somewhat low with him. Now, Booker and Chris Paul are actually intriguing here because of the matchup. Chris Paul, the minutes are going up for him. He was a guy playing, like, below 30. Now, 32, 38, 33, 36. I think he's like a, like a solid cash game play at that price. Booker at 8-3, kind of been off him. Like, the upside is just not super high with him right now with Chris Paul playing. So, I think, again, fine option. Um, Cameron Johnson was the chalk, at least in the higher dollar stuff last slate, and he completely busted because he only played 18 minutes. Previous two games, 27 and 29. So, just a matter of, does he close? If I knew Cam Johnson was going to play 30 minutes tonight, I would probably play him. If he only plays 18, I don't want interest in there. So, again, they have a lot of wings. Like I always say, Bridges, Crowder, Cam Johnson. So they have so many wings that it's hard to feel comfortable with any of those guys. All right, two games left here. New Orleans and the Clippers. So, Ingram at 8-5, I think what makes for a decent GPP play. The guy that stands out here is Zion Williamson. 7.3. That just seems too cheap for Zion. So, sure, matchup's not the best, but he should play... 32 to 35 minutes. I just like, I like the price on this. So Zion is definitely in play for me. Adams, the minutes are going up on Steven Adams. 34, 35 minutes. So I think he's like a decent play at this price. Again, a safer option. Um, and then uh, we got some news here. Lonzo Ball out. Eric Bledsoe questionable. You guys know where I'm going with this one. Oh, yeah. It's NAW season, especially if Bledsoe's out. If Bledsoe's out and NAW starts a point guard, that's just the easiest play of the slate, in my opinion. 3.1K, this guy is a really good point per a guy, aggressive player on the offensive end. I would really like NAW if Bledsoe's out. Um, I assume if Bledsoe's in, I think Josh Hart starts. Um, if Josh Hart starts, I think he's a decent play at 5.4K, should get more minutes. Uh, but then, yeah, NAW should get some more run off the bench. JJ Redick at 3-3, I think is a decent play. Um, very reliant in the scoring, so up and down. Uh, minutes haven't been great on him, but you can take a shot there in GPP. So really, we'll just have to monitor Lonzo Ball. If Ball and Bledsoe are out, NAW looks really, really good. Josh Hart would be solid. I think JJ would get some decent runs. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that, uh, you know, injury status there. Bledsoe. On the Clippers side, Kawhi and Paul George are both solid. Uh, Paul George has honestly been better than Kawhi Leonard this season. He's been really solid. Um, 9-3 is, is fine. He's a guy that can get you a, a good amount of steals. I think he's definitely in play here. Um, as far as center, so Zubak is questionable. If he's out, Ibaka, you can make the argument for. 6K is not like super cheap. I think he would be a little bit more viable if Zubak's out. The value guys or the mid-range guys, it's hard to feel confident with any of these guys because now they're just like fully healthy. The one guy I might take a shot on is Marcus Morris. 18-18, played 25 minutes at last game. So I think you could make the argument for Marcus Morris here at 3-5 if he plays at 25-plus minutes. 
And that's it for the Clippers. Let's finish up with Portland Sacramento. And this is the game for me. This game really stands out. Nurkic, yep, I'm still tilting that. Got injured for me at low ownership. Um, if Yusuf Nurkic is out and Ennis Cantor starts at center, I think he's one of the top plays of the slate. Great point from a guy. Sacramento runs big too. It's not like Sacramento's a small ball team with Holmes and Bagley. I don't think Portland can go small. So Cantor should be able to get, I think Cantor gets Nurkic's minutes. So I think if Nurkic is out, Cantor plays high 20s minutes in a close game. If that's the case, I just think he's a really, really good play. And then, yeah, I really like Harry Giles too. Because I think Giles would get Cantor's minutes, which would be like 15 to 20. And Giles is a really good point per guy. So sign me up for Cantor and Giles. And I think you can play both together if Nurkic is out. If Nurkic is out and Cantor starts the center, again, I think Cantor gets Nurkic's minutes. I think Giles gets Cantor's minutes. And I don't really think they can go small ball with like Covington at the five because Sacramento's a big team with Holmes, with Bagley, Whiteside, right? So I don't think Portland can go small here, which makes me, if Nurkic is out, I really like Cantor and I really like Giles, both of their respective prices. But back to the bar, back, back to the guards, I like Lillard and CJ too. Great matchup here. Both these guys should play big minutes. Um, so I'm, I like both guards. I am really, really high in this game. Lillard, CJ, CJ has been playing better than Lillard. He's just been like Paul George playing better than Kawhi. CJ has been playing better than Lillard. So I think the price looks better in CJ, to be honest. Um, I like both guards a lot here. Um, and then yeah, the, the centers, if Cantor, if Nurkic is out, I really like Cantor and Giles off the bench. If Nurkic plays and is full go, no limitations. Well, I really like Yusuf Nurkic. So I'll probably play him if he's full go. Um, so really, whoever starts the center for Portland, I'm probably going to play. Let's finish up with Sacramento. So Sacramento really tempted me with this price too. 7.4K for De'Aaron Fox in one of the best possible spots. I really like Fox as well here. I just think this is too cheap. This is about $500 to $1,000 too cheap for this matchup for Fox. He got limited previous two games. That last game, 28 minutes. I really, really like Fox here. Harrison Barnes, I got to admit. I was wrong in Harrison Barnes this year. This guy's been legit, and he's doing it. He's doing more. He's getting rebounds. He's getting assists. I'm perfectly fine with Harrison Barnes. I do prefer Fox, but if you want to full stack this game, I'm perfectly fine with Barnes as well. Buddy Heald at 6'5". It just, mm, sure, fine. Having a disappointing year, reliant on the scoring. Rashawn Holmes is just your typical boomer bust play because he either stays out of foul trouble and crushes or gets in foul trouble and completely busts your lineup. That game against Golden State, I was in great shape. Foul trouble plus the blowout. In, in games that are close and he stays out of foul trouble, he should play over 30 minutes. 43, 47 in those games. So I think Holmes makes a really good GPP play. Could I go there and cash? I don't think I could. Just because of the fact that he is in foul trouble a lot. But when he does stay out of foul trouble, he will probably break the slate. So just a matter of are you willing to take the shot there? Halliburton, I think, is a decent play as well. He should play about 30 minutes. Um, he's a good, he's a decent point point guy. He can stop the stat sheet. So I think he's like an okay play here. Bagley, eh, mm, probably not. Whiteside lost minutes last game. Again, only played 10. So if he's only gonna play like 10 to 10-ish minutes, I probably can't do it. And he's a good point point guy. Corey Joseph's at 3-7. Eh, minutes aren't high enough when all the guards are healthy. So 
that's really it for uh, the breakdown today, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. As always, I'll be doing a YouTube live stream uh, before lock to go over everything and answer all your guys' questions. So make sure to check the live stream, guys. Thanks again. I hope you have a great night, and I will see you all uh, tomorrow.